This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Eric, and today's game will be putting, pitting the Benchwarmer team of Scott and Josh versus Benchwarmer Marcus and returning player equipment manager Mike Corey. Welcome back, Mike. Um, why don't you take a minute, remind us, you know, who you are, where you're from. And um, just, I don't want to hear anything about the Bills, so just leave that part out. Go ahead. Hey, good to be back. Um, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, I'm Michael. I'm born and raised in Buffalo. Um, aside from a, a six-year stint where I lived in uh, New York City, um, you know, Buffalo sports. Um, and I used to Full disclosure, I used to work with Eric at a big box retailer, big box retail electronics store. And um, I'm excited to be back for my second time, a two-timer. So I hope we end up getting like a, like a five-timer club, like SNL. All right. Marcus, how are you doing today? And um, what, you, what is your team name going to be? Oh, I'm, I'm doing great today. I'm excited to be teaming up with Michael because inadvertently on one of my episodes, I can't remember, uh, I think it was my last guest recording, I definitely said that the Seahawks were going to smash the Buffalo Bills, and they did not. So I'm happy to, uh, to bury the hatchet here with, <laughs> with my Mike. So uh, our team name, though, because uh, both of us being Buffalo and Seattle fans love Marshawn Lynch. We are going to be Henny and Lynch. All right. And Scott and Josh, uh, let us know how you guys are doing and what your team name is going to be today. I'm good. I'm over here just eating Christmas cookies and waiting impatiently for all my Amazon gifts to show up. Um, and it's like every day I walk outside and a new package is there and I don't remember ordering anything. So that's kind of what's happening in my life right now. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's getting cold here in the Albany area. So I, I've definitely been bundling up and I've got my uh, fuzzy socks on now. So let's hope that they bring Josh and I good luck. All right, Josh. Yeah, you know, uh, same old, same old, just sticking around the apartment most of the time. And that's right. I'm, and even though it's getting cold here, the office where I record is like a little heat box. So um, I don't need to worry about wearing fuzzy socks because it gets plenty warm in here. Um, our team name for today is going to have a little bit of Minnesota and a little bit of the rest of the country mixed in. Um, and, you know, and if you want to interpret it as some vodka theme, that's fine as well. We will be Duck, Duck, Grey Goose. I'll get it. So in Minnesota, we play Duck, Duck, Grey Duck. What? And everywhere else in the country plays Duck, Duck, Goose. Um, the inferior version of the game, by the way. It's inferior because all you guys do would go around saying duck, duck, duck. And as soon as you heard guh, you knew you were being chosen. Where in duck, duck, gray duck, you go around, you're like blue duck, yellow duck, green duck. And you didn't always know when you heard guh that you were being chosen. So you guys in your inferior version, a little more simple to play. I understand that Minnesotans, we like to have a little more advanced things. So we don't hold it against you. You're just playing an inferior game. That is the duck, duck, gray duck slash goose rant of the day. I was going to say, I, I love this podcast that we've now transitioned to. Listen, I haven't played duck, duck, goose in like a few weeks. So, I mean, I. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's throw it to Dan for the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. 
This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Um, today for the tailgate, I'm, I made it super easy. Um, super easy. Uh, it's time for a good old 50-50 round. So I'm just going to give you two names, and you're going to have to tell me who it is. All right, here we go. Question one. Who has more career rushing yards? Cadillac Williams or Eric Rett? Both great Buccaneer running backs. You good to check in with that? Yeah. All right, we're checked in. All right, Henny and Lynch is checked in. Uh, duck, duck. Um, I, I don't know, Mallard. Talk it up. <laughs> Initially, Josh, I was thinking this could be one of those where Cadillac seems more obvious because he was a first round pick and maybe. he was more prolific. But then I, so I was like, maybe it won't be because of that. Then I realized that it's the tailgate. So maybe we shouldn't think that hard into it. I mean, it's probably Cadillac. At least he started for several years. So can we go with Cadillac? We're checked in with Cadillac Williams. All right, checking in with Cadillac Williams and Henny and Lynch. What was your answer? Uh, Michael sent over to me. I have no reason to believe one has more than the other. Uh, <laughs> and I agreed, but I said I would lean Eric Rett because I know Cadillac had a, a good couple of years there. I was actually at the game in Seattle when he blew out his knee. Uh, and that basically was it. And I just think his career was too short. I remember Eric Rett with the Bucks and the Ravens. So we checked in with Eric Rett. Checking in with Eric Rett. So one team's getting their points here. What? Shockingly. In a, in a classic 50-50 round. Um, so Cadillac Williams played 50 or started in 58 games. Eric Rett started 47 games. The correct answer is Eric Rett with 4,143 yards to Cadillac Williams, 4,038. <laughs> so it was close because one, I mean, you would think, again, you know, he played less games and still. But he played longer, though, Eric Rett. No, they played about the same, right. amount, of, same amount of years. Huh. Seven seasons for both of them. That's why I picked both of them. I, I guess I thought Cadillac played less years. Yeah, I don't remember him getting a seven. Good for him. Yeah, I think he ended up in the Ram on the Rams at the end. Six with Tampa, one with St. Louis. On to question two. More career home runs. Nomar Garcia Parra or Don Mattingly? We'll check in. Penny and Lynch just checked in. Um, duck, duck, gray goose. Talk it out. I don't really have a gut with this one. I'm gutless, you could say, on this one. They both played probably about the same amount of years. I mean, Nomar played in a little bit more home run friendly. Oh, absolutely. Years. So that's where maybe, and I'm guessing they're not going to be far from each other when those rushing yards weren't very right. far. Exactly. So these are going to be close. I mean, I remember Nomar was, he, he had the advantage of, you know, I mean, if you can get it over the monster, it, you don't have to hit it that far. You just have to hit it high. Yeah. For a while. I mean, when he was playing for like the Cubs and the Dodgers, obviously that's different, but. So just due to era, I might actually be leaning now more towards Nomar than Mattingly. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm good with that. All right. We'll, we'll check in with Nomar Garcia Parra. All right. Checking in with Nomar and Henny and Lynch, your answer. We're going to check in with Mattingly. Um, again, we're guessing they're bo- probably both pretty close. Now we're kind of playing the meta game with you, Eric, where it's, you know he's probably choosing these because they're right next to each other on a list. And, but they're like two names that you obviously wouldn't associate with each other. Um, you know, Mattingly, I think, probably had a longer career where Nomar maybe had a few more home runs like per season. I don't, that's my guess. I could be wrong about that. But we're checking in with, with Mattingly. And again, one team's getting their points. This is weird. I don't know how this is happening. Um, the correct answer with 229 home runs in 14 seasons, Nomar Garcia Parra. Mattingly in 14 seasons had 222. So my main reason I chose them was because they played both played 14 seasons, one for the Yankees, one for the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, the Red Sox playing in that high school field that they play in. Yeah. yeah. Freaking David Ortiz <laughs> hitting them down that like 289 right field line. What a what a scumbag. Well, I mean, <laughs> we got to hold every left-handed hitting Yankee to that same standard then too. Oh, yeah, 100%. Those two teams, <laughs> every left-handed hit power hitter they've ever had, no. All right, on to question 3. More career three-pointers. Jameer Nelson or Dennis Scott? Can we check it in? Yep, we're checked in. All right, duck, duck, uh, whatever. Um, it's checked in. <laughs> and a Lynch talk it out. Oh, well, they call Dennis Scott 3D. That's more than anything I have. Okay, to me, that's the easy way to go, is to go, uh, Dennis Scott, he, that's what he was known for. Uh, but Jameer Nelson is a weird one because he's played for so many teams. Yeah. Sneaky, he's like, he's like sneakily been around for a while. Been pretty productive, three-point era. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. You want to go Jameer? Yeah, let's go Jameer Nelson. Let's do it. Cool. Um, all right, Duck Duck, Grey Goose, or Grey Goose uh, what was your answer? Yeah, we um, just kind of checked in. Similar logic, Dennis Scott was 3D. He was one of, I think for a little while there, he was one of the better three-point shooters of all time before the influx of you know, three-point shots. And honestly, like, Jameer Nelson wasn't that great of a shooter. He was more of a dribble drive and kind of a mid-range scorer. So thinking about that as well, we also checked in with Dennis Scott. So in 17 seasons, Jameer Nelson had 1,153 three-pointers. In 12 seasons, Dennis Scott had 1,214 three-pointers. So Duck Duck Grey Goose gets their points on that one. After the tailgate, we have a score of Henny and Lynch with 10 points and Duck Duck Grey Goose with 20. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. Thank you, Dan. Today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, 
what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. All right, pre and post game question one. World Series champ in 2003, two-time All-Star and 2005 NL batting champ, who was a running back for the Browns, Ravens, Panthers, Vikings in the 90s. We are checked in. Okay, Duck Duck Grey Goose is checked in. Henny and Lynch, let's hear your thoughts. All right, we've had a very lengthy discussion so far of Marlins in 03. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we had so far because I was writing stuff down. Um, okay, so I think we're in agreement that the 03, 03 was the Marlins. Right. And then they would have had a fire sale right after, right? Yeah. So who went to Detroit? Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera went to Detroit. Um, he's definitely more than a two-time All-Star, though. So on that team was like Juan Pierre. I think Mike Lowell, maybe, was on that team. Or I don't know if that was the 97. That might have been 97. I don't know. Ugh. Okay. So Browns, Ravens, Panthers. I can't think of anybody from the Ravens back then. Vikings in the 90s. I can think of Eric Rett. There <laughs> Eric you go. Rett was definitely one of them. <laughs> um, so the Panthers, if he said in the 90s, so you have, what, like four years to work with? So Well, he, he also said the Browns, right? And the Browns disappeared for a while in the 90s. So, but it's got to be somebody who at least made it to when the Ravens and the Panthers came in. So, oh, did he? Was he on the Browns and then went to the Ravens with them in '96 or whatever? Yeah. Still, I can't remember anyone from that team. Okay, hold on. Let's uh, let's try and see if we can get there through baseball because that's okay. Wait, he wouldn't double up, would he, with Eric Rett twice? Because or would he? <laughs> he's he's laughing, which doesn't help, but. I just think it's funny that you think I would be shady like that. I, I feel like you definitely would because I said Juan Pierre and I said Eric Rett. Juan P. Eric Rett. I mean, that's probably the best we have. I like it. Let's let's go for it. All right. <laughs> We're going to check in with a Juan P. Eric Rett. That is a good one, but that is not. I mean, anyway. So, um, <laughs> Duck Duck Grey Goose, what was your answer? Uh, so, pretty quickly, Scott sent over to me. 03 would be the Marlins. And then he said, Derek Lee. And then immediately I, I shook my head. It's like, we got this because the running back who famously told a coach, coach, if you need one yard, I'll get you three. Yes. If you need five yards. I'll get you three. The correct answer. I do believe is Derek Leroy Horde. Nice. One team getting their uh, points. The correct answer is of course, Derek Leroy Horde. And that is exact flavor text I had for you, Josh. <laughs> Yeah, that that was the other guy that left that was big for them. Derek Lee to the Cubs, right? Yep, and that's where he won the batting title. Yeah. Dang it. Question number two. Kentucky point guard who played with the Mavericks, Kings, Bulls, Lakers, Celtics, and soon to be the Hawks was a two-time Super Bowl champion and was awarded the Super Bowl MVP in January of 1991. We can check in. I got, I got it. All right. Henny and Lynch is checked in. Duck, duck, gray goose. Talk it out. All right, Josh. So the point guard is 1,000% Rajon Rondo because he's okay. soon to be on the Hawks. They just signed him. So now it just got so do something or oh, 
so the 90 the 90 season and then so because that would have been the 91 january right right who yep. won the super bowl and that's for that season um what, was that in the stretch of the bills uh one two three f- would that have been their first one in a, a four right i think the I think the 89 season, so the 90 Super Bowl, was 49ers-Broncos. Okay. Like, my brain wants to say the Bills were started their four run that next year. So it would have been the 91, 92, 93, and 94, you know, calendar Super Bowl. So the 90, 91, 92, 93. Okay. So that first year, if it was the first time they lost, was to the Giants, wasn't it? Yeah, the Gi- so Giants beat them, Cowboys beat them. So who was the MVP for the Giants? I don't think I don't remember. Was it a defensive guy? I don't. Who's their running back? Otis Anderson. Could it be Ron Dotis Anderson? It could be Rajon Ron Dotis Anderson. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was a running back. I think you're right. I don't know if he won the MVP, but I don't either. I, it works with the O. I think it's probably our best bet. All right, so we'll check in with Rajon Rondotis Anderson. And Henny and Lynch, your answer. Um, well, Michael came right through and said, Otis Anderson, he was the MVP. <laughs> and then as soon as he said Otis Anderson, I said, oh, I can check in because I, I was like, I was struggling. I was trying to think of all the Kentucky point guards. And then once I had Otis Anderson, it's Rajon Rondotis answer, Otis Anderson. Both teams getting their points. Correct answer is Rajon Rondo DeSanderson. Um, Rondo agreed to a two-year deal with the Hawks back in November of 2020, and Otis Anderson was Super Bowl 25 MVP. On to question number three. Dutch striker, who is the Netherlands' all-time top goal scorer in international play, and the 2011 2012, 2012, 2013 premier Golden Boot winner that returned the opening kickoff of the second half for a touchdown in Super Bowl 48. All right, you good with that? Yes. Okay, we are checked in. Henny and Lynch checked in. Duck, duck, gray goose. Talk it up. Not many people have returned a kick for a touchdown in the Super Bowl, so I'm trying to remember who did it. The January of 2014? Is that what you're thinking? Right, 48, right, he said. So 67 is the first one. This Would have this been the... This could have been a, Se- a Seahawks game. Seahawks. Was this the one they won against the Broncos? Mate, I don't remember anyone running any... The Broncos only scored eight points in that game total. So I don't think it would have been a Bronco that did it. And I don't remember Seattle doing it. I don't know that many kick returners. I mean, I think uh, Ricardo Lockett was returning kicks for them at one point. I, I don't have this, Josh. And the worst part is, even if we get this, now we, then we have to get a Dutch guy that goes with this guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got nothing on that right offhand. Yeah, no, nothing here either on either end. So that's not good. I mean, we could go with your favorite Polish striker. Well, that's what I was thinking, obviously. <laughs> um, Robert Lewandowski. <laughs> Skeet Ulrich. Robert Lewandowski. Skeet Ulrich. Is that what we're going to check in with? That's it. Any Lynch, your answer, please. Um, yeah, good teamwork again on this one. Uh, Marcus hit me right away with uh, Percy Harvin, and that jogged my memory. Uh, I knew I knew it was Van Percy. I just couldn't remember the guy's first name for a minute. As like I really really follow the World Cup and then drop all soccer for four years. But it's Robin Van Percy Harvin. 
one team getting their points here and spoiler it's not duck duck gray goose what um <laughs> it's henny lynch getting their points it's uh, robin van percy harvin wait for it who yes really but what was the name of the this dutch guy robin van percy p-e-r-s-i-e yeah that that's a name that this is the first time i've ever heard yeah that name. same here really well, I, I used to play like the, the World Cup video game that would come out every four years. Again, Uh-oh. Josh, video games, baby. Uh-oh. I am certainly not going to play a soccer video game. Dear God. Oh, those were fun. They are a lot of they fun. They had the other Robin. They had uh, like Ar- Arjun Robin or whatever his name is, right? Those were their two big names. Yes, yes. Who, who is that? <laughs> you guys in your video games. Get off my lawn. There it is. <laughs> hey, Mr. Wilson. <laughs> Question four. Kansas State quarterback who played for the Oilers and Packers in the 70s and 80s, who was a running back with a short career that shuffled his way to leading the AFC in rushing touchdowns in 1988. I think I got it. Oh, that's got to be it, doesn't it? I mean, I think we're going to check in with that, right? Yeah, we're going to check in with that. Yeah. <laughs> Great Goose is checked in. Josh seems excited. All right. Henny Lynch. Henny and Lynch talk it up, please. Okay. So immediately, yeah, when we got the question, it, the the second half is is Icky Woods. It it has to be. Icky Shuffle. Yeah, the Icky Shuffle. So uh we started off with that and <laughs> then uh Michael threw out who's Lynn Dickey? That's a person, right? And I said, that is a person for sure. Um, do you feel good about that? Like, No, but I, I don't even know if he's an athlete, but I, I, <laughs> it sounds like a person to me. He's definitely an athlete. I just... <laughs> but I'm, I'm good with it because I have nothing else. All right. So uh, we're checking in with Lynn Dickey Woods. Checking in with Lynn Dickey Woods. Duck, duck, gray goose. Your answer, please. Uh, got Icky Woods right off the bat because the shuffle clue. And Josh was like, that's definitely Icky Woods. And then there's only one quarterback from the Packers in the 80s that Matt won't shut up about, and that's Lynn Dickey. So we also checked in with Lynn Dickey Woods. All right, both teams getting their points here. Yeah, there you go. The correct answer <laughs> is Lynn Dickey Woods. And that is a highly overrated touchdown celebration. NFL Network gave it, like, number 9 out of 10. Like, that's... Oh, it was... Hey, it was groundbreaking. People weren't feeling things. Uh, yeah, because at the uh, time you could get a penalty uh, just for uh, spiking the ball. Uh, <laughs> no, it was awesome. Screw you, Eric. Shout out to Matt and Lynn Dickey for that one. I'm sad he wasn't here for it. I would not have known that. Like <laughs> a year ago, I, I don't get this question at all. I, I've never heard of it. <laughs> as soon as you put it in there, it's like, well, obviously that's who it is. You're right. Matt can't stop talking about him. All right, on to question five, the final question of the first quarter. Two-time NFL receptions leader and 2005 NFL receiving touchdown co-leader and was the 29th pick in the 2012 draft playing his entire career as of now in the NFC North as a defensive back. All right. (laughs) Are you good? Yep. All right, I think we're going to check in. (laughs) Henny Lynch has checked in. (laughs) Duck, duck, Grey Goose talking out. Is Is he being funny with this one? I don't know. I wouldn't put anything past him. I mean, is this actually going to be the answer to the sample that is given every time this round comes up? 
did he just give new facts on how to get to Marvin Harrison Smith? Yeah, it's probably it. Uh, should we go with it? I think so. I think I think at this point we have to. Uh, we're going to check in with Marvin Harrison Smith. And Henny and Lynch, your answer, please. <laughs> um, yeah, we also have Marvin Harrison Smith. Um, I, I, I figured it had to be Marvin Harrison. I think 04, 05 is one of those years he set the record. And then, and then I immediately was like, no, it can't be, right? And Marcus started laughing. He's like, it's Harrison Smith, I think. So... We're, we're checking in with it. All right. Um, checking in with Marvin Harrison Smith, both teams. Unfortunately, the correct answer is Marvin Harrison Smith. Um, so both teams getting their points here. Um, and for <laughs> flavor text, I don't know if Dan, you just want to put Dan in here, given the rules again, uh, or the, the pre and post game. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, 2005, that was when Steve Smith and the Panthers like went off. And I was like, he had a monster year. And then he, I, Michael just sent over Marvin Harrison, and I went, "Oh my God, it's Harrison Smith!" What? The <laughs> hell? Oh, that was awesome. Well played. After the first quarter, we have a score of Henny and Lynch with ninety, and Duck Duck Gray Goose with one hundred, bringing us to today's second quarter, which will be Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question one in the missing link. This player who has who is a two-time MVP and 14-time All-Star played his entire 19-year career in a windy city, playing his last game in 1971. I'm willing. Right. I, I'm comfortable going with that. Okay, we are checked in. All right, Gray Gray or Duck 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 Gray Goose. Um, Henny and Lynch, talk it up, please. Okay, so um, <laughs> we're our Cubs slash White Sox knowledge is not great. Uh, nope. don't think it's the NBA because it's of his last season was seventy one. I don't remember exactly when the Bulls started, but I know they were relatively uh new. Yeah, that sounds too early. Yeah. Um, I said Ernie Banks is Mr. Cub, I think. That sounds pretty good to me. And, yeah, I don't think it's an NFL player because it, he said 14-time all-star. all-star. Yeah, yeah, All-star, yeah. not pro bowler. Which yeah, I don't know or, or all-pro or whatever. Um, right. Yeah, I, I mean, I say we just go with Ernie Banks since that's the only name that we seemingly even – Yeah, Ernie Banks, and we'll move on. All right, checking in Ernie Banks. All right, checking in with Ernie Banks and Duck Duck Grey Goose. Your answer, please. Immediately, as in as any time Eric asks a question, my mind goes to hockey. So I was like Blackhawks, trying to figure out anyone. I don't I don't know many people who play for the Blackhawks now, let alone in the fifties and sixties. So the only other thing I thought was like just like the other team, knew it couldn't have been football because he said All Star. Figured it wasn't a Bulls player. 
because I think Artis Gilmore was their first like really good player, and that was after that. So uh, also on the same uh, logic, we checked in with Ernie Banks. Both teams checking in with Ernie Banks, and the correct answer is Mr. Cub himself, Ernie Banks, inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1977. So, so far with the missing link, we have answers of Ernie Banks. Oh, I got it. There it is. I knew it. I knew someone would get it. There it all, is. All Sesame Street characters. Burt Campanaris is next. Oh, sorry. Oscar De La Hoya. <laughs> oh, I, I literally just t- typed that to market. He sorry. Did. Sorry. He just did. Hey, he said Sesame Street I Right after, while they were discussing, I actually said Sesame Street could be something. Well, let's scratch yeah, it was a that. Oscar? I like that. Big Mark the Big Bird Fidrich. And that is not the theme, obviously, unless Eric is playing a super meta game telling us the answer. I mean, Dan told us Marvin Harrison Smith, so. All right, question two. What Texas A&M running back was drafted in the 2000 NFL draft and was a two-time Pro Bowler in 2002-2003 for his special teams contributions? Okay, we are checked in. All right, Henny and Lynch checked in. Duck, duck, Ray Goose. Think this might not be as hard as I think if they checked in so quickly. No offense, <laughs> but like I mean, you know, it seemed like it was yeah. for those guys. I'm sitting here thinking, like, how the hell do I remember who made the Pro Bowl for special teams in '02 and '03? Uh. Yeah. Um, so like it's not Dante Hall. You know, he was prolific around that time for his kick returns, but he was not from Texas A&M, and he was also not a running back. And Texas A&M running backs, also not a strong suit of mine. No. No. In the 2000 draft, you're not... Uh... I can think of some guys, but I can't think of one that came from A&M trying to go through... And not necessarily a first rounder, so he didn't specify. No, he just said two thousand drafts. So yeah, so it'd be a six rounder, you know. Granted, you know he, uh, I'm sure knows all of it, but and it's like there was someone on the Lions, and I can't think of his name, but like Dante Hall, Alan Rossum, those were the guys that were. I mean, did really... Dante Hall go to? Do you know if he went to A and M? I don't, but he also tech. I don't. He wasn't a running back though. I mean, I guess well, he could have been at Could have he A&M. been in college? Yeah. He could have been suppose. in college and then get, you know, switched over to a returner and wide receiver. That's true. I mean, I just can't think of any other, like in that time frame, I would. I mean, Dante Hall might be our best bet. I, I don't have anything better. So, and I couldn't tell you what position he played in college or where he went, but. I Yeah, I. I think it might be a little bit too soon. I feel like he was a few years after, but cause I remember my friend who's a Chiefs fan being all about him in high school, and that was like 2005, 2006 for me. So I feel like it, it might be a couple years early, but maybe he was just living in the not-so-distant past. I mean, I think he was still a pretty good returner. even. But I just thought he, he would have continued to make Pro, Pro Bowls, you know? But Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, that That's a better name than anything I can come up with. All right, I guess we'll do it. We'll check in with Dante Hall. Checking in with Dante Hall and Henny and Lynch, your answer. Uh, yeah, the, the X Factor. Yeah, the X Factor, yeah. Uh, he did play kind of a, 
uh, slash running back receiver type role at AM. Uh, we checked in with Dante Hall. So the cheat code, the human joystick, the correct and, answer is Dante uh, Hall. It created the greatest Gatorade flavor of all time, which is the green X Factor. <laughs> yeah, the green There's Gatorade green X Factor. Gatorade? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. All right. Of course, there's green gate. Have to find that on eBay. No. Yeah. Yeah. Is there green gate? Like I know the lemon okay, lime that's more yellow than green. Same difference. What you're saying? This was a special edition. Yeah. Yeah. They had. It was like a, I think it was lemon lime and strawberry. They had two different ones because he was the X factor. Oh. So they combined two flavors. It was delicious. All right. So so far in the missing link, our correct answers have been Ernie Banks and Dante Hall. Question three. What defensive back played 11 of his 13 seasons in the AFC North, finishing his career with 64 interceptions, leading the league in interceptions three times, and he spent the 2016 season as an assistant defensive backs coach with the Buffalo Bills? Oh, Bills. Nice. We are checking in. Henny and Lynch checked in. Duck, duck, Cray Goose talking about. 64 interceptions a lot. So AFC North. AFC the... North, it makes me think it's Darren Sharper, but he would not be coaching for the Bills. Cause... And, but no, no, AFC North. He didn't oh, have... I'm sorry. AFC North. I wrote so AFC, AFC North. North, we have what the sets of Steelers. Ba- Bengals, yeah. Steelers, Browns. Browns and uh, Ravens. Ravens. It's Ed Reed. I, I mean, I was just thinking maybe Ed Reed. It's Ed Reed. All right. We're, we're checked in with Ed Reed. All right. Checking in with Ed Reed and Henny and Lynch, your answer. Yeah, it's, it's Ed Reed. Um, like you said, that's a lot of interceptions. And 2016, he came to uh, help out his buddy Rex Ryan in Buffalo. Um, it, they, they weren't very good, but yeah, it's him. <laughs> All right. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Ed Reed. Um, yeah. So, Mike, you stole my flavor right. text on that one. Thank you. Um, didn't didn't have a long coaching career. I believe he's uh, he's something to do. He's doing something at Miami University currently. So you know, maybe just reading books in the library. Who knows? Yeah, I'm sure that's it. <laughs> Morale booster because they're terrible. Yes. He stands on the sideline telling them what he should do. Yeah, you know what I would do if I was in there. <laughs> All right. So far, our correct answers are Ernie Banks, Dante Hall. And Ed Reed. Question four. Born December 1st, 1980. He was drafted out of the University of Florida by the Texans, playing his last game in 2012 with the Dolphins. First cousin of Lito Shepard. I can f- confirm he is still alive no matter what you may hear on this podcast. Gonna need your podcast memory on this one, buddy. Because it's clearly someone that we thought was not alive. And I know who it is. We're checked in. <laughs> I was on that episode. <laughs> I would hope so. Was it a Tuesday episode? Because it was. Okay, that's why I, I'm like I don't recall. Just that. a hint to anyone who comes on this show: listen to our past episodes because they will lead you to answers. All right. So Duck Duck Gray Goose is checked in. Henny and Lynch talk it out. All right. So we're looking for a Florida. De- Flo- Did you say defensive back in the description? No, but he said cousin of Lido Shepard. So. Right. It made it also and made I me. I believe Lido Lido Shepard. I mean, it could be anything, but 
Um, their first year was what, like 2002? 2002, and that was Carr, Carr was the first pick. Um, I can't remember anyone else from that team. Andre Johnson came in 03. Yeah. Um, uh, Miami. Um, and then ended with the Dolphins. When, when was the last year you said he ended his career? 12. 2012. 12. Okay. Florida. Oh. Florida in like 2002, 2003, maybe. 1980, he would have been 22 in 2002. So I was probably drafted in 0203. What was Florida doing back then? <laughs> Obviously pre, is that pre Urban Meyer? Yeah, or well, that was like right, right around. after Spurrier. Because 2005 was, I think I, I think it was 2006 when Urban got there. Okay. Because he the year before he had that Utah run with Alex Smith. Oh right, right. Um, was Spurrier still there? I, I think this is the end of I think this is the end of Spurrier. One of the quarterbacks, Werfel. Uh, no, that. No, two thousand. I I know. I think two thousand around there was like that was when. No, he was the first ooh, rounder. Uh, yeah, but it's that era. Yeah, yeah. It's that. Um, One of the wasn't there a bunch of uh, wide receivers that didn't pan, pan out? Caldwell, Rich, no. Oh. Oh, I I think it's yeah. You got me there, okay? Because his it was his a uh, tag team partner. I'm pretty sure on that Florida team. I think it's Jabbar Gaffney. Ooh, nice. Um, all right, yeah, that sounds right. He was he you was feel def- good about yeah, that he was definitely on the Texans. I don't remember him in Miami, but why not? Yeah. Okay, we'll check in with Jabbar Gaffney. Checking in with Jabbar Gaffney and Duck Duck Gray Goose. Your answer. I, I don't think we need to cue any sort of backup trucks. That was a pretty legitimate way to get to the answer. So I'll give him that. Um, yeah, this is uh, the debate of whether or not he was still alive from the uh, back in Gaz episode. Uh, the correct answer is Jabbar Gaffney. All right. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Jabbar Gaffney. Um, Jabbar's father, Derek, actually played 100 games in the NFL with the Jets. And his stats are make Jabbar's look like he's a pro bowler. So we'll just leave it at that. All right, so far, our missing link answers have been Ernie Banks, Dante Hall, Ed Reed, and Jabbar Gaffney. Bringing us to question five. A Trojan, mostly a bear, kind of a charger, barely a jet and 49er, seventh overall in 93, 12 touchdowns in 95, 92nd all-time in receiving yards. Knowing the theme could help you with this answer. We're checked in. Dang. <laughs> Dr. Grey Goose is checked in. Henny and Lynch, talk it out. All right, so we have to attack this from the from the theme, theme angle because that's a lot of because so, that's a uh, lot of information. It was Bear, Charger, Niner, Jet, something, but yeah, mostly a seventh bear. overall in ninety. Yeah, so, mostly a so bear. So ninety-five. I assume if he was mostly a bear, he still would have been with the Bears when he had twelve touchdowns. Receiver. Oh, I know who it is. It, uh, it's uh, Curtis Conway. Oh, uh, yep, and that that fits with our theme. Yeah. Yep. So we're checking in with Curtis Conway. Nice All right, checking in with <laughs> Curtis Conway and Duck Duck Gray Goose. Your answer, please. Also checked in with Curtis Conway. <laughs> All right, both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Curtis Conway. I was waiting for it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was like, once he said on the Bears in 95, I was like, there's only one receiver that was worth a damn yeah, right. with them in 95, and that was Curtis Conway. So Conway had 3,000-yard seasons, two with the Bears, one with the Chargers. Um, he never really, he never made a Pro Bowl, um, but had 30 or more receptions in every single season except his rookie year um, and never played with a good quarterback. So, I mean, he played with Breeze for a minute, but that was before Breeze was good. And technically, I think we're still waiting for Breeze to get good. He's not the GOAT. We know no, that. No, no, it's definitely nobody not with a rag arm can be the goat. All right. So both teams submitted their theme answer. One team submitting it after question two, the other one after question three. So let's start with Henny and Lynch. You submitted it after question two. What was your answer? Yeah, I would. I'm, I'm so mad at myself because after question one, I was like, Banks is such a, I was like, he's, He's he's doing Mighty Ducks characters, isn't I'm, he? I'm more mad because I knew it after two and waited. I was like, all right, let's I don't want to be too overzealous. I was like, let's let's hear the second one. And once once it was Dante Hall, I was like, okay, yeah, we're yep. we're submitting Mighty Ducks characters. Josh doesn't seem to be a fan, but anyway, so um Duck Duck Grey Goose, your answer to was Yep. Uh I knew it for sure after Dante Hall. And then I, that's why I knew it was Ed Reed. I didn't even think about anything you said in the question i was like for the next three i was like oh it's obviously ed reed and we were waiting for a bill goldberg question <laughs> i know uh, that, that we didn't get. I, so i put in the chat to josh after uh question four i gave him the rest of the names that were left i was like it's got to be like coming up it's jermaine portman woo robertson Goldberg. oh I, exactly <laughs> i had them all in my head i'm like all right so if, yeah, this it is wasn't, <laughs> if it wasn't bombay or goldberg not a clue never heard of any of these clowns uh, by the way, the Eric, you, you, this will not be going down as the greatest. Uh, yes, it ever. is. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's no. up for debate. Uh, we also checked no, in. There's um, no debate. <laughs> with the theme answer of Mighty Ducks characters. All right. So both teams getting their points. Um, Henny and Lynch getting 100 points and Duck Duck Grey Goose getting 50. Heading into the second half, we have a score of Duck Duck Grey Goose with 250 and Henny and Lynch taking the lead with 290. It's now time for the halftime show. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question one of the halftime. In the early 90s, the music video for the song Take This Heart features Bob Euchre, Dennis Eckersley, Ricky Henderson, and Tony LaRussa, along with some other baseball players. What American singer suits up for the Chicago Cubs and hits a game-winning home run off Eckersley? Marcus, this would not be on your uh, pick the three albums for a road trip post yet on Facebook. Yeah, I kind of figured, no. I kind of figured that. I'll give you a hint. Not, I kind of figured that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, nobody rapped about that. <laughs> Yeah, I, was, I don't. I don't remember. Take this heart, being <laughs> yeah. Rap, rap. Team well, I mean, that. I could see that being a title of a rap song that I've never heard before. <laughs> Jaw rule. Yeah. Oh God, no. <laughs> Get out of here. He did. He took a bunch of hearts because it's murder. <laughs> Unless you have something that you're feeling, yeah. I was gonna make that or the one I said earlier, which is just totally a guess based on the fact that neither of us know what that song is. <laughs> I'd like the second okay. one better. Done. <laughs> All right. 
checking in. Neil Lynch checked in. Duck, duck, gray goose talking about. Uh, Josh, immediately, I thought take this heart to me sounds like a country song. No, it sounds like a pop song. You think that's a pop song? <laughs> yes. It, all right. So sound, So if if we go down to your track and it's a pop song, take this heart. That doesn't have a lot of street cred, so I don't think it's Bobby Brown. No, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be like R and B. It's not okay. gonna be like. So you think it's like a straight pop, like a John Cicada? Except you got to get to the early nineties. Right. So I said like <laughs> I said Brian Adams, but he's Canadian, so I doubt it's. Yeah, no, I don't think it'd be, but you know, if it's a sappy song, is it Michael Bolton? (laughs) No, I think it's probably gonna be somebody who was more like top of the charts, like with teenagers. I'm just imagining him with a cap on with (laughs) with his mane flowing out of the back of it. It's probably not George Michael. He's not. American. He probably doesn't like baseball. Didn't God like baseball. Dang it. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of who, like, like big pop singers. Yeah, from like the early '90s. Um, maybe late '80s into the early '90s because yeah. could have been somebody who was. I, I, so it's probably not Prince. Like I can't get whatever the. I'm I'm guessing I've probably heard this song, but I can't get it. Like the, I can't get any lyrics out of it. I can't get the tune out of it. I would love to hear Prince make a sexy ass baseball song. RIP. R- 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 I mean, I think it'd be hard to, to, it'd be, to happen. It'd now, be hard, but... all right. Oh, oh God. I'll tell you who I... it's not, Josh. It's, it's not Michael Jackson. Okay, thanks. You're thanks welcome. for ruling out Michael Jackson. Um, I don't know. Moon, I can't. walking across home plate. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm trying to think of it from the baseball side. Like you would think maybe it's someone that's from Chicago. I don't know where it's like a lifelong dream of theirs, you know. Dang it. I can't. I got nothing. I I'm sure when I hear the name I'm gonna be like, Oh sure, yeah, of course. But Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to just think of people who would do like ballad. Uh, you know, take this heart, you think it's probably a ballad. And I'm trying to think of some balladeers of that time. Like I'm struggling because I wasn't a top forty kind of guy. Sure. In the early '90s, I was, you know. Could this be Meatloaf? <laughs> I, I I doubt it. I mean, this is when uh, I would do anything for love came out in like '91. Nah, that was wasn't that was that '91? It was around, yeah. It was like '91, '92. Uh, I, guess, I guess anyway, it would be early '90s, but. I, if you want to go with it, I got I got. I, if better. we got nothing else, listen. Shout out to my mom. We are going to check in with Meatloaf. I got nothing. All right, checking in with the slugger Meatloaf. <laughs> Henny, Henny, and uh, Lynch, uh, your answer, please. It's gonna be my stripper name. <laughs> the, slugger. the slugger Meatloaf. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, like Scott, I initially thought country, but it didn't really help. Marcus thought Pearl Jam, maybe, and so I said. Oh, that would be Eddie Vedder, and I think he's a big sports fan, so we checked in with that. Um, that that's all we have. There's a Seattle connection there for Marcus, so why not? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, no one's getting points on this one. Um, so this artist has collaborated with uh, NSYNC and Luther Vandross. Um, some of his hits were Don't Mean Nothing, Right Here Waiting, now and forever. Oh, wow. Richard Marks. Richard and Marks. hold on to the night. 
The correct answer is Chicago native Richard Marks. A 90s balladeer. There it is. The, uh, top 40 pop. I mean, it was right there. I just. Yep. He fits. He checks all those. Boxes. All those boxes. I just. His name was not coming anywhere near my brain. So if you want to watch an amazing video, watch that video. Because you, Marcus, as you were saying, Michael Bolton with a hat on with all that hair hanging out. That happened. It was him. <laughs> it was Richard Marks with a ton of hair hanging out of a Cubs head. Oh, gosh. And just, yeah. So, um, and also Richard Marks, savage on Twitter. Like just somebody went at him on Twitter and he just, it was, I, I can't, re- I don't want to get whistled. Is it, oh, is it like dear. Vernon Maxwell good at Twitter? Some, all right. So someone asked him on Twitter, whose songs do you sing? And so you can you can whistle me on this one. It's the songs your girlfriends used to. Oh, <laughs> oh. Woo. Dang. No, oh, yeah. And that was like recently. <laughs> it doesn't even sound like that's a bad Twitter comment. It sounds like it's a legit question. <laughs> and he just roasted someone yeah. for no reason. Who, what do I sing? Yeah. I mean, Screw you, buddy. <laughs> He didn't actually answer the question. No, he didn't. Like, like, <laughs> do you write them or does someone wrong. else write them? Like, I'm sure I messed the quote up a little bit, but that was the gist oh, of it. That so, is, no, that's was, so good. That's so good. He was on the defensive for no reason. I legitimately <laughs> wanted to know. Dude, he lived half his life with a mullet. He's always on the defensive. Oh. All right, halftime question Boy. two. Oh, that was only number one? Oh, jeez. Wait, that was the first one? This it gets easier, I promise. Sure. Fifty fifty. No. <laughs> this is one of uh this is a style of question that Josh loves more than anything. Oh boy. In two thousand four, a movie came out that changed our lives forever. It really was a true underdog underdog story. What I would like for you to do is tell me five of the six members of the Globo Gym lineup. Oh, the Globo Gym. Okay. Does spelling and or perfect pronunciation count? <laughs> That's why I gave you five or six. Yes. <laughs> oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. I'll take first or last names. How about that? Okay, perfect. All right. We, we can check. Are you good to check in? Totally. Okay. All right. We're checking in. All right. Lynch. I'm sorry. Henny and Lynch was checked in. Duck, duck, Grey Goose. Talk it out, please. Lynch. Just gonna um, stay quiet while Josh goes to his special place. Yeah. I, his junk drawer. Yeah, I got, I got to dig through my junk drawer here. There's um, a lot of stuff in there. So. <laughs> well, so I've got Blazer and Laser. I think Blade is one. Okay. Um, nice. <laughs> uh oh shoot what is uh ben stiller's character um oh, god shoot. are you intentionally being quiet or do you not know no so i am actually surprisingly not a big fan of this movie which is weird considering like all the other style movies like this i love and for some reason dodgeball is the one that like missed the mark with me do you need do you need more than a first name i'll take first or last name so white time. is fine i'll I can't think of what his last name is, Rev. So, right, so white, that's four. White blade blazer laser. Oh, am I really going to get stuck at four? Am I, are we really? Mm. You got nothing, huh? 
I'm not sure I have a fifth uh, in my junk drawer. Wesley Snipes. Uh, that that's no. That's, that's all I have. So yes, I have nothing. I've seen the movie twice, and it's been a long time. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm a little disappointed you don't like it. It's weird. I don't know why. Like again, it's like every other movie in that style, every other Vince Vaughn movie ever, every other Ben Stiller movie ever. It's probably be- it's probably best Ben Stiller's finest role. Eric, did we go with a group of people to watch this? I think we did, right? <laughs> I think th- or it's either that or it was Anchorman. It could have been both. <laughs> oh, hey, wait, wait! I got it. I got the fifth. I got a fifth. Michelle. <laughs> Say that again. So, <laughs> just that name or all of them? Oh, you can go with all of them. All right. All right. So we're gonna go with White, Blade, Blazer, Laser. And Michelle. Okay, and Henny and Lynch. Answer. I I should have asked you what what you had if you agreed before I just checked in. Once I no, quit, had to clarify, I did not have it. So oh, you had okay. It. Well, now that uh, so we we checked in with Laser Blazer Michelle White Goodman and Fran. And I couldn't I, think of her name. I don't. I don't remember. He says it like Stella Naskovich Bidovichki or something like that. He added on to the end. But uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you came it. up with Josh Fitness Consigliere Michelle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Michelle. <sighs> All right, uh, both teams getting their points here. The complete lineup is White Goodman, Blade, Laser, Blazer. His consigliere, Michelle Jones, and Franz Stalinoskovich Davidovich. Yeah. Fran. <laughs> nice <laughs> job there, Josh. Made a lot like, I was first trying to like think of her name, and I just couldn't come up with it. And then I remembered, oh, wait, the other one was, yes, <laughs> it's consigliere, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question three. Talladega Nights. Ricky Bobby drives the Wonder Bread car. Kale Naughton Jr. and Jean Girard drive what two sponsors? I know one of them. Oh, crap. That's the one that I know. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping it was the other one. We are checking in. Henny and Lynch checked in. Duck, duck, goose. Talk it out. (laughs) So... We both know the same one, <laughs> which isn't helping. Yes, we know it's Perrier. <laughs> yeah, Perrier for sure. Um, uh, seeing a red and blue uniform like his racing. Right. I'm trying to. It's not coming to me. Is it? Is it Old Spice? Ooh, the deodorant that sounds i'm somewhere i'm like I, i'm not a, like you know eric can obviously picture the actual thing yeah I, like i get like bits and pieces coming out of that junk drawer yeah, it's like an old tv <laughs> uh yeah i i like it i it, it sounds i, 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 I feel like there's something old spice in that movie there's something there and yeah. I, I could be wrong, but that's that's what I got. I think let's do it. We're going to check in with uh, Perrier and Old Spice. 
All right, and Henny and Lynch, your answer. Do the backup music. <laughs> because John Gerard is Perrier and Cal Naughton is Old Spice. Old Spice. <sighs> Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Old Spice and Perrier. Okay. Um, I'm taxing my brain, Scott. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping these next two are, are more in my Because, boy, oh, boy, those last two have uh, – I'm not sure there's – I've made a mess of my junk drawer now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find anything in here anymore. Stuff that was on top is now on the bottom. All right. Question four. Fill in the three words missing from this quote from the movie The Replacements. Pain heals, blank, glory lasts forever. We are checked in. Henny and Lynch checked in. Duck, duck, gray goose, talk it up. I am drawing a blank, speaking of fill in the blank. I, uh, I think I've seen this movie once around the time it came out. Yeah, I'm going to I have to go back and watch a lot of movies again. It's been a while since I've watched a lot of these. This is one of those movies that's almost I've seen almost as many times as, Le as League of Their Own. Love this movie. I can safely say I've seen Mighty Ducks more than I've seen this movie. <laughs> I can say I've seen this movie one more time than I've seen Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and I've seen this movie once. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be something I've heard. Exactly. It sounds already the parts of it sound like something I've heard. Like, but to try to fill in those three words, I mean, I'm not sure they're in my junk drawer. So hmm. I, I got nothing. I like turtles. Sure. I got nothing else. All right. We're, we're checked in. I like turtles. There you go. And Henny and Lynch, your answer, please. Uh, yeah, it's uh, ducks fly together. No, I'm just kidding. It's. Uh... Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> it's chicks dig scars. Oh, okay. All right. One team and... getting points. The correct answer is pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. And uh, I have no evidence if that's true or not. Um, I once I, saw a guy I, I, at a uh, at a Bills game wearing a Shane Falco jersey, and it's one of my favorite like jerseys I've seen in person. I thought that cool. was great. I vaguely remember that uh, chick stig scars thing, but that was not floating around. That was not sitting in the drawer. It's not in the drawer. No. Well, hopefully this one is because uh, I apologize in advance for this question. Oh, it's not for the uh, whatever. You'll find out. Question five in the movie Basketball. Joe Cooper, in an attempt to psych out an opponent, drinks fat liposuction out of what actor's ass? <laughs> we can check in. Oh. <laughs> Henny and Lynch is checked in. The, the trend this is the one movie that I can say assuredly I've probably watched more than any human being on the planet. It is a great movie. It's so, it's it is so a great movie. movie. I have to go back and watch it again. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen it since. Actually, on Tuesday, we talked about this on Tuesday's recording and asked a question about basketball. Steve Perry. And I told <laughs> him I, I was like, I, I watched it as a kid. And Dan was like, you should not have watched that as a kid. <laughs> no, you know, it's a lot of things I shouldn't have watched as a kid, but. 
American Pie and my Little League road trip when I was 11. I swear to God, you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times? I'm out of here. <laughs> 13 or 14 more times. Um, uh, all right, Josh. <laughs> what actor's posterior? I'll keep it clean. I think it's, uh, I think it's Marlon Brando. That sounds exactly right. We're going to check in with Marlon Brando. All right. And Henny Lynch, your answer. Oh. This is fat liposuctioned out of Marlon Brando's ass. Oh, it's all salty and warm. It's Marlon Brando. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Marlon Brando. And like I said, I apologize. <laughs> I got to go back and watch. I think maybe I'll watch that this evening. Do it. <laughs> it is one of my favorites. Oh, that was a very Josh halftime. Well, some of Not, them. I mean, not. Me, I was of no help, so thank you. Enough stuff hit me. Well, that's right. The we if I didn't have you as a teammate or somebody else who's seen Mighty Ducks, the theme uh, to that, I would have right. forgotten that. Not in a million years. None of those names meant anything to me. So now you know how I felt about the uh the top gun theme we had. <laughs> that one was Thanks. the best. That was awesome. I, I don't think I've ever watched that movie like completely through at one time. Like I've watched it same. in segments you don't need to oh same stuff. here but yeah at least i was able to like catch on to the but you know we'll yeah and no Goose, su- and no Ice sundown Man. what kind of racist operation are we running here that's the only thing i know about top <laughs> gun is that the black dude was sundown <laughs> <laughs> oh boy all right <laughs> heading into the second half we have a score of duck duck gray goose with 310 and henny and lynch 370 on to the second half we'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at benchwarmers tp we also have a facebook group for fans of the pod called the bench join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia if you'd be willing to rate and review us on itunes or stitcher we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast Thanks. Today's third quarter will be five on five. I don't think I've actually played a five on five yet. Five on five. For this quarter, there will be five categorized lists containing five items each, where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Question one. Let's start it easy. I need the five NFL teams that Deion Sanders played for in his professional career. We are checked in. Henny Lynch checked in. Duck, duck, gray goose. Talk about. Well, you know, I had the obvious three for sure. Yeah. Cowboys, 49ers. Uh, Falcons. Yep, he definitely played for the Ravens when he came back. Okay, do we have a fifth? Is the question? Is he talking about the Cincinnati Reds? He said professionally. He said NFL teams. Damn it! I why for some reason I can't place him anywhere else. Did he finish with the Ravens? I think so. I know it's when he you know he came back from retirement. This was like 2004. Okay, he might have gone somewhere else after that. If he did, I don't remember it. So the question is, did he play anywhere? 
before the initial retirement. Right. After the like after Dallas. After the Cowboys. I don't know if I can picture him in another uniform. Yeah, I don't think I can either. I, I think we just go with those four. All right. I'm I'm fine with that. All right. We're checking in with the Cowboys, Falcons, 49ers, and Ravens. And Henny and Lynch, your answer. Yeah, we had uh, those same four plus the Washington football team. Oh, damn it. That's who I thought it was. Mm. No right. confidence, Both. though. Both teams getting their points. We have the Falcons from 89 to 93, the 49ers in 1994, Dallas Cowboys from 95 to 99, Washington football team for 2000, and coming back from the Baltimore Ravens from 04 to 05. Now that you say it, I can vaguely picture him in a Washington yep. football team jersey, but... Is that uh, You said that was 2000. Wasn't it him and Daryl Green? Him and Daryl Green, weren't they there together? Like at the very I end. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's right. The, the yeah. oldest but fastest secondary of all time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he, he had that pick six uh, with Baltimore against the Bills. I remember on sure. a screen pass. Sure did. <laughs> uh, question two. Everyone loves a good hockey question. Mm-hmm. Let's see how patriotic you are. Top five goals, active goal scorers, American born active goal scorers in the NHL. Might be able to contribute this a tiny, tiny bit. Know where any of them are from? Cool. I'd have a better time with non-active. <laughs> yeah, actually, me too. Yeah, definitely. I contributed just so we—it's uh, on the record. I contributed to this to an answer. But is it right? I don't I feel pretty good about it. Okay, we're checking in. Henny <laughs> Lynch is checked in. Duck, Duck, Grey Goose, continue talking, please. So, um, from Patrick Kane, American. That's the question we have. I, I, in the end, I think I feel comfortable with a couple Minnesota connections, and that's Zach Parisi and Phil Kessel. Are either of them from War Road, Minnesota? No, <laughs> TJ Yoshi uh, went to high school there. Yes, I don't TJ think. Yoshi. I don't think. I don't know if. I don't know if Oshi is still playing, and I'm not sure if I don't think he'd be a top five. Okay, and not Yoshi. We don't need to go down this road again. Um, but Parisi has played for a long time, and you know he yeah. scored a, a lot of goals. Phil Kessel—that's all he does, I think, is score goals. I yeah, think I, he actually—he might be. He, I think Phil Kessel might be from Wisconsin, but he played very briefly at the University of Minnesota. I'm trying that's to where I was of- trying to come up with Minnesota connections. I'm trying to think if there's any other. It's like we know it's not Thomas Vanek. No, he he is certainly. But that's not. Minnesota. That's Buffalo. Just a little bit yeah. for everyone. But uh, he's he is not from uh, he's not from North America at all. He's, right. So, <laughs> so the two I f- those two I feel comfortable with. Yep. Uh, Patrick Kane, if he's American, I think is on the list. The question is, do we want to risk? I know. I mean, 20 points is better than... I don't know. Um, like you had said, like Crosby and McDavid, I'm almost certain both of them... I, like Crosby is Canadian, and I'm almost certain McDavid is Canadian as well. I just know that I love Joe Thornton's beard. I, I don't think... Joe Thornton's not a huge goal scorer, I don't think. Is he? He's he's active points leader, but I don't I think, know how many of them are assists. I think assists. he's an assist guy. I think he's so. like the top of the assists, and I don't know if he's American or not. I mean, right. sadly, a lot of these names could be Canadians or Americans. Mm-hmm. I'm fine if you want to go with the two or if you want yeah. to 
if you want to try and say Patrick Kane as a third to try and get 30 points. I think we should err on the side of caution and go with the two that we know are American. All right. So we're going to check in with Zach, two of them, Zach Parisi and Phil Kessel. I think both of those will be in the top five. Okay. And Henny and Lynch, your answer, please. Uh, Yeah, we were also playing it on the safe side, but yeah, Patrick Kane is absolutely American. And we also came up with Zach Parise. And those are the two we checked in with. All right, both teams going for two. So here we go with the top five. From Ithaca, New York, with 299 goals, we have Dustin Brown. From Plover, Wisconsin, with 369 goals, we have Joe Pavelski. From Madison, Wisconsin, we have 371 goals for Phil Kessel. From Minneapolis, Minnesota, with 386 goals, we have Zach Parise. And with 389 goals from Buffalo, New York, we have Patrick Kane. Oh, he's from Buffalo. <laughs> Didn't you hear me he earlier? Was... He beat up a taxi cab driver. I just yeah, thought I he was said it earlier. <laughs> well, oh, good point. All right. So... No, I was not paying attention earlier. I don't remember you talking I about that game at all. <laughs> and when did uh, he beat? It? When did he beat up a? What in high school? No, what? like he came oh. home for like, uh, the summer and like in the middle of like after a night of drinking. Oh, did you say he came home? Yeah, to Buffalo. Yes. When was this? Where was I? Not in Buffalo, I guess. I don't know. No, 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 this discussion. You talked oh. about this today? Earlier yeah. today? Because you're I, talking I, about Buffalo and how their I, athletes there are terrible? Oh, probably. I, I just, every time I hear Buffalo, I just <laughs> tune out. What I told Marcus, because he didn't know that Marshawn Lynch hit a chick. Oh, yeah. I wasn't paying attention to any of that. So, all right. Well, Apparently, Scott wasn't paying attention to that either. No, I was. I heard the whole thing, but I just assumed he was, like, in town to play the Sabres. I, oh. I, I didn't compute that. Hey, like, hey in the end, we got our 20. And I know you hate, Scott, you hate when there's Minnesota stuff, but we got I, for because, once it, it because helped of me out. Minnesota connection. Let me hit you with some knowledge, Scott. Scott, um, uh, we have Max Peretti outside the top five, Blake Wheeler, Ryan Kessler, Bobby Ryan, and James Van Riemsdyk. I've heard of a total of zero of those five okay. gentlemen. All right. All right, Scott, you're going to be wishing for another hockey question. Top five goal scorers all time in the UEFA Champions League. Do you have another hockey one? Or <laughs> I, Let me see what else I got written. Could you, do you have a WNBA one? Yeah, I would seriously. feel better about that. Seriously. If, if you've ever listened to or paid attention to episode <laughs> titles. Yeah, well, yeah. I've, I, rumors. I, know when, I know when you're talking about. There's rumors going around about. Uh, and and you pranked your wife, so you were just adding on to it. Mm. Turn the heat off on her. Doesn't know yet. Oh, she knows. <laughs> She's an icicle up there. All right, we'll check in. Tuck Tuck Grey Goose has checked in. Henny and Lynch talk it up. Oh, cool. Um, this isn't going to be a very long discussion. Um, <laughs> no? no. So Michael sent over Ronaldo Messi, and I said, sure, yeah. Who's that? Yeah, um, I mean, those two for sure. They have to be in the top of any list. So, um, but, I, but beyond that, we're naming good players left and right. That, but who knows how many goals they got specifically in the UEFA Champions League? Right. Um, like I threw out Rooney. He threw out Zinedine Zidane. You said I, somebody like Pele to go back in the day, but I don't. I don't know. Like, did you play in Europe or for a long time? I, I don't know. I'm not confident to risk it. So, do you want to just say Ronaldo and Messi and call this and Mercy rule this bad boy? That's that's fine. We're, yeah, we're kind of boxing them out, right? If yeah. 
they're checking in with too. Um, yeah, we're Danny. And, we're being Danny Fortson, basically. Yeah. Oh, that's all he does. To, to specify, to clarify, Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously not not one name, Ronaldo. Okay. So check. Yeah, checking in with Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. All right, and Duck Duck Grey Goose, your answer. Wow. Those guys went Reggie Evans on us. Really boxed us in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we uh, we also pretty quickly came with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. Not not we. We're not gonna. We're oh, gonna give Josh geez. credit. <laughs> All right, and but but our third check in. I'm gonna let Scott tell us who that one is. Uh, he with? would be the luscious Robert Lewandowski, Pol- the Poland's greatest striker, and just greatest <laughs> export ever. Really. So we're going with those three. All right. So let's start from the top here. We have first. Cristiano Ronaldo with 130 goals. And we have Lionel Messi with 118 goals. Then we have, I'm guessing it's Raul with 72 goals. Kareem Benzema with 67 goals. And with 70 goals, Robert Lewandowski. It never fails me. Wait, this is a mad episode if I've ever heard one, apparently. <laughs> nice, Paul. Lynn Dickey, Robert Lewandowski. I want to know more about this Raul. <laughs> he yeah. was the, uh, he the, was the dad in Adam's family. The only one I knew was Mondesi. <laughs> yeah, Mondesi and Mondesi. Uh, <laughs> Raul. It's just one name, though. You know, he's like, right outside the top five, we have uh, Thierry Henry and uh, Ibrahimovic. Oh. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of other names I don't want to pronounce. So that, that's there we it's, go. Yeah. On to question four, and it doesn't get better because you're going to want a hockey question, I'm telling you. Five countries with the most men's water polo gold medals in the Olympics. They all can't be winners, okay? Well, normally you let some people get some points. Yeah, this, there's, this is gettable. Yeah, you're just, you know, let's just open up a globe to start pointing at some places. Yeah. We are checking in. Penny and Lynch have checked in. Duck, duck, gray goose. How much do you know about water polo? Yeah, sure. See, I picked this because this is one of those sports where I thought that people here, like there's certain countries that just dominate it. Are there? Yes. Yeah, Josh, I, I, I would just be naming countries for the sake of naming countries with no background information. I mean, it's worth trying to guess one or two, don't you think? I mean, at this point, it's probably worth trying to guess all five. Because if we get lucky, <laughs> then we have the lead again. Uh, yeah, my thing I is, mean, I mean, to me, I feel like guessing one, guessing three, guessing five is the same. Obviously, we have a better chance of getting it if it's just one. Could be Great Britain could be on there. Sure. Why would Eric pick this category? Because apparently there's five countries that dominate it. Have there been more than five countries who've won gold medals? I don't know. It could be all just five who've won gold medals. Right. Domination. Hungry? Is he going with his heritage? And you know, <laughs> Are they good at it? I The goulash is good. I don't... Soviet Union slash Russia? I don't know. Yeah. I, who's good in the water? <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Here's your episode title. <laughs> Let me write that down. Who's good in the water? <laughs> I, Australians swim a lot. They're also surrounded by every lethal animal you could think of. That's why they're swimming, because they're trying to get away from them. You gotta get I don't, I don't know why, but this feels like a European-dominated sure. 
I don't know why. Okay. Just... <sighs> so it's a matter of picking which. I mean, Great Britain, France, I was gonna say Italy, France. Spain. I mean, Italians. Just... I feel like Italians are good at that because they like they're all like debonair. Like they're just like come here and swim with me. Woman. Okay. When, like so... your girlfriend goes to visit them like over the summer. Okay. She's like everything was fine. I didn't cheat on you. All right. So <laughs> Italy. Do we open a door? <laughs> Scott, you have something you want to talk about? <laughs> no. All right. Yeah, I like Italy. Okay. I mean, if you like Great Britain, we could go there. I mean, if we're going to try to get a couple or two or three. Sure. Let's, right. Yeah. Let's, okay, throw them in. I don't know how I feel about, like, Germany. You know, like, now that you talk more about Italy, like, I kind of see their, the Italian, their swim like, cap. Okay. Because you know, usually got their, like, flag. Right, I, right. At least playing colors. Do you see a French one? I mean, they could be. I mean, the question is, do we want to try and actually get maybe 20, right, 30, 20, 20, 20 points? 30. I'd say we probably cap it at 20 or 30. So right now we have Italy and Great Britain. So the question is, do we want to add another one in? Right. If we do, I would say probably going off the European thing, probably France. I don't know if I trust Germans for anything. Well, and then you got the whole when they were split into two. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I don't think. Like I said, I'm I, I'm good with. You, you want to go with the two? Britain. We can go with those two. Why not? Let's did just you go. Not, with the did two. you not like the seeing if this was an an Eric's mom, like an homage to his mother? Mother. It, it's pro- it's just I feel like it's too inconclusive. <laughs> oh, sorry. Meatloaf wasn't the right answer, so your mother didn't help us out. So maybe his mother. No. Did. Yeah. Right. right, exactly. This is this, this game's not coming up, moms. It seems like. All right, so Italy and Great Britain. Should we check yeah. in with those? Check right, it. In. Check in with Italy and Great Britain. All right, and Henny and Lynch, your answer. So yeah, I hit Marcus right away with this. Um, I, I happen to know that Hungary does indeed dominate in water polo. I don't know if they've always racked up medals, but I went with Hungary. I, I'm pretty sure they're a powerhouse. Eric's people. Is that it? <laughs> That's what we got. We just talking with the one. <laughs> All right. All right. Wow. I know nothing else about water polo. I don't know why Seriously. I even know that. I was just joking. But yeah. I know you were. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Eric's people are good at water polo, apparently. So the, there are and five. Lifting, I believe. Yes. Yes. Very much so. And women's shot put. You have mentioned that before. Weightlifting. Right. You said weightlifting. That's. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, hmm. So there are five countries tied with one. And then we get to the top five. So at five with two gold medals, seven total, we have the Soviet Union. At four with three gold medals, eight total, we have Italy. Hey! At number three with three gold medals, seven total, Yugoslavia. At number two with four gold medals, all of them being the only ones they've ever won, so four total, Great Britain. And number one, love you, mom, with nine gold medals, 15 total. Holy hungry. Nikes. You're not kidding. They do dominate, huh? Yes. That's wow. Legit. All right. We picked up 10 points on them. Uh, t- technically, we've picked up, oh, because we lost 10 on the first one. Then we picked up 10. Then we picked up another 10. All right. So we're up 10 at the moment on this categories. Please. All right. So All right. I, this last one's much easier. Um, sure. Kind of. Sure. One team's going to do really well on it, I hope. Oh, well, Marcus, Mike, enjoy. Uh, the top five players that have played for both the Bills and Seahawks in terms of... 
Percy Harvin, Marvin, or Marshawn Lynch. I want the top the top five players in points scored for the Seattle SuperSonics. <laughs> He's not right. a guest. We don't have to cater to I, him. Yeah, what are you doing? He's a bench warmer. I wrote one for you and Matt once. I wrote a Minnesota Dean's list. Uh, we're going to check in. Okay, Duck Duck Grey Goose is checked in. I just want to hear Marcus talk this out. Yeah, All the so, names. All the names. Peyton and Kemp, definitely, definitely going to be there. Ray Allen, while he didn't play for the Sonics for forever, he was the guy. I mean, he's he was averaging 25 around there throughout what his tenure in Seattle. So I think he's on there. So those that's three that I feel very confident about. Now, going for five is what I should do pridefully because <laughs> I'm a Sonics fan. The But the thing is, getting a zero here would be far more embarrassing. On the 79 team, the only... The only guys I could think of that would threaten are Freddie Brown, downtown Freddie Brown, and Jack Sigma. Late 80s, early 90s, uh, Dale Ellis. I know he's, I'm pretty sure he's the high point scorer for a game, but I just, I was born in 88, so I don't know how long his tenure is off the top of my head. And then the other one is my least favorite player, maybe in the history of the Sonics, is Richard Lewis, who was there for a decent chunk of time and he was like the second fiddle to Ray Allen, but he could go for 50 and then go for eight the next night. Cause he sucked. <laughs> so my, uh, I, I Peyton Kemp and Allen, I think are for sure. Mm-hmm. And we do have a lead uh, as much as I would like to go for all five. No, nah, no need to risk it. To. So uh, begrudgingly, I'm going to check in with Gary Payton Sean Kemp and Ray Allen. All right. And Duck Duck, Grey Goose, your answer, please. You know, before we decided to make Marcus a bench warmer and that you would cater to him when he was a bench warmer, um, <laughs> I was toying around with writing a home court advantage episode for him around Seattle sports. And I had a bunch of like questions teed up. But then we made him a bench warmer and I stopped writing it before I got a chance to get to my NBA questions. So I have a bunch of like Mariners and Seahawks questions. Uh, and I'm mad because I would have looked, I'm, I know I would have looked at this list, you know, had I gotten into that. Um, with that being said, Peyton and Kemp right off the board. We obviously knew we're in there. Uh, I was trying to think of who was on that 79 team and Josh was able to come up with Jack Sigma's name. I think he's, there's a high chance he's in there. Uh, and then we also, I also came up with uh, Marcus's least favorite Sonic of all time in Richard Lewis. Figured he was there a good five to six years at a high level at least. And that might be enough for him to squeak in there. So we are checking in with Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, Jack Sigma, and Richard Lewis. So let's start from the top. Number one with 18,207 points, Gary Payton. Number two, with 14,018 points, Fred Brown. Oh, I'm so mad at myself. Number three, with 12,258 points, Jack Sigma. Number four, with 12,034 points, Richard Lewis. And number five, with 10,148 points, Sean Kemp. 
The so, gray goose is loose. So one team getting their points on that. Yeah, I didn't think uh, Ray Allen was there long enough to 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 roll up. Yeah, so right outside the top five, we'll go six. I won't give you the points. It's Gus Williams. Seven was Dale Ellis. Eight was Xavier McDonald. Nine, Spencer Haywood. Ten, Tom Chambers. Eleven, Ray Allen. And twelve, everyone's favorite, Debt Left Shrimp. Uh, Xavier McDaniel, the ex. I was going to say, did you say McDonald? Yeah. Do I have autocorrect? Xavier McDaniel. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt a little bit. But bonus points if you said McDonald's. So Marcus isn't going to be able to go home for Christmas. Oh, Christmas is canceled for Marcus. I I changed my mind. Cater to Marcus as much as you want if this is what happens. (laughs) Oh, I I named everybody on the list except for uh, Xavier McDonald. Yeah. Who doesn't exist. Yeah, you named all the five. You just added the Ray Allen in there and then and went away from a couple of them. I know. Freddie Brown. I'm assuming he was uh, like a 70s. Yeah, he was on that 70s team. He he just played for them for a long time. Yeah, that's a name that I don't know. When you said Dale Ellis, I started to think like, oh, crap, he might he might be in there because he played for them for a while and he made a lot of threes. Yeah. After the third quarter, we have a score of Duck Duck Gray Goose with 460. And after Marcus shot himself in the foot, Henny and Lynch, 470. That brings us to the fourth quarter. What is it called, Dan? The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Category for today are as follows. Category one, what I do have are a very particular set of skills, which is baseball. Category two, why so serious, which is NFL. Category three, just keep swimming which is Olympic swimming. Category four, inconceivable, which is just uh, record-breaking. And category five, run, forest, run, which is, again, NFL. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in category, what I do have are a very particular set of skills. What is the term used in baseball for a relief pitcher who throws left-handed is called in to pitch to left-handed batters, weak right-handed batters, and switch hitters who bat poorly right-handed. We're checked in. Yeah. Duck, duck, gray goose is checked in. Henny and Lynch talk it out. Oh, boy. Yeah. Never heard of this ever. Um, no. No, they, I mean, uh, every lefty's called a southpaw. No, that's not it. It's also a movie that I never watched. Um <laughs> Bring in the something. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to just? Uh, I don't know. It would just be. I don't. I think it'd just be a waste of time. I have yep. no idea. All right. So we'll check in with what all lefties are called, and we'll check in with Southpaw. Checking in with Southpaw, and how many points? Fifteen. Duck, duck, gray goose. Your answer and wager, please. Uh, well, it just about the same time at first, uh, Scott sent me, he's like, I thought it was just lefty specialist. And then as I was typing up what I thought it was, uh, I was like, I think it's a loogie. And as 
when I looked up after I hit it, he had already sent, I know what loogie is a term, but I can't remember what it refers to. So felt pretty good that since we both came up with loogie, that loogie is the answer. So we're checking that in for 100 points. So the correct answer is left-handed specialist, a lefty specialist, or a loogie. So term loogie was coined by the writer John Sickles, um, one of the most famous uh, lefty specialists is uh, Jesse Roscoe became a lefty specialist later in his career and never averaged more than one inning pitched per appearance. So after the first question, we have a score change. We have Henny and Lynch dropping to 455 and Duck Duck Grey Goose taking the lead with 560. Bringing us to question number two and why so serious. After a game versus the Steelers in 2010, what wide receiver tweeted to God saying, I praise you 24-7 and this is how you do me? You expect me to learn from this? How? I'll never forget. Ever. Thanks, though. We are checked in. Penny and Lynch checked in. Duck, duck, gray goose. Talk it out. Yeah, so my initial thoughts are Ocho Cinco, just because he is Ocho Cinco and would, you know, do something like that. And the fact that they play the Steelers twice a year. But that's all I have to go off of. Just, just the fact that, you know, that's something he would do. I, I don't have a whole lot else i i mean he definitely is somebody who would do something like that but yeah i mean this could be anyone right was to still in the league in 2010 probably like this could easily be to something he would do this could be it's not antonio brown and then your thought of game theory could this be a bills wide receiver and it seems like it's it seems like there's been a lot of questions that have been like you know sure we've had some buffalo inkling but i have no i Bills receiver in 2010. Yeah, I don't. I think Lee Evans was gone by then. Uh, like I said, the, the only thing was trying game theory this if he was yeah. throwing, a, throwing a bone to the mic. But it could, I mean, it could be T.O., right? He was, was he on the Bills in 2010? I have no. I'd, I'd say probably between T.O. and Chad Johnson. T.O. did play for the Bengals at, at towards around that time as well. So he also would be playing the Steelers twice when he was a Bengal. Could have yeah, played him as a Bill. Even, didn't even think of that, that, you know, the likelihood would be if it could be somebody in the same division. Do you prefer Johnson or Owens in this one, do you think? I'm fine with either. I don't, I don't know. If you have a stronger inkling, go with them. Because I, really I don't. I don't. I think the only thing I'd probably maybe lead towards T.O. because maybe he was a Bill at the time in game theory. Okay. Go with it. So I guess we will check in with Terrell Owens for 100 points. Checking with T.O. for 100 points. And Henny and Lynch, your answer and wager, please. Uh, yeah, so um, I, I believe this was Eric throwing me a bone. This is Stevie Johnson. Um, he dropped that game-winning touchdown. and He was wide open and just, just dropped it. And, uh, yeah, he also had that, that T-shirt the one time that said, Why So Serious on it. So we checked in with Stevie Johnson for 100. Walking around Buffalo or something? Because... <laughs> Who would know that he has a T-shirt that says oh, you know, he, had he scored a, a, he scored a touchdown his... and he lifted his jersey and underneath the jersey it said "Why so serious?" Who pays right. attention to Stevie Johnson was Stevie doing Johnson. stupid crap like that all the time when he was good. For like I haven't three years that he was. Well, good. I was going to say weeks. was he was he good the two weeks he was good. Yeah, yeah all right, like two or three solid seasons. One team getting points here. The correct answer is Stevie Johnson and Mike. You did say it. Um, after dropping a ball against the Steelers, um, did tweet at God, just he wasn't happy. And it got a lot of attention on even like ESPN. That After week 11, um, Johnson had a big day. And after catching one of his touchdowns, did lift his shirt, which 
you know, showing why so serious on it. So after question two, we have a score of Duck, Duck, Grey Goose with 460. Henny and Lynch, 555. Bring us to question number three. Swimming has been part of the Summer Olympics since 1896. The United States has participated in the event 27 times, which is the most by one. Four other countries have competed 26 Olympic Games. Name one of these countries, and I'll give an extra bonus 10 points for any other country you can name that has appeared in 26 Olympics in the swimming event. I'll say it again. Who's good in the water? Uh-huh. <laughs> Exciting news. My wife's actually making dinner today. Well, normally when it's up to her to decide what's for dinner, it's, uh, you know, DoorDash or she's actually putting something in the oven. <laughs> it's, it's garbage plates every time. <laughs> We don't have those in Buffalo. I know. <laughs> we are checking in. Henny and Lynch have checked in. Duck, Duck, Gray, who's talking about? All right. So he didn't really say how many extra answers we could give. Well, so there's four total, right? Right. So we could so give the one will, of them. The one will get you your points if you get it right. Yep. And then how many of the others you get, you would get 10 points. Yep. Right? So do you, do you want to go with as the, our primary answer? Do you like Great Britain or France better? Probably Great Britain. I'm, I'm trying to think of reasons that to yeah, that countries wouldn't participate. You know what I mean? Like obviously for Germany and you Soviet, like there's right. Soviets, you know, different it. boycotts and things like yeah. that. And Whereas France and Great Britain seem like I can't really think of any reason that they wouldn't participate. I agree. So I I I'd say let's go with Great Britain as our first. Okay. We'll go with France as another guess. You want to go and with Hungary? Since they're so good at water polo. We're going to say Hungary. Do we want to come up with a... Because we could come up with another one. It doesn't probably should us. to give us... Yeah. Um, Italy again? Sure. Let's go Italy again. All right. So our primary answer, again, is Great Britain. And then for the bonus, we're going to say Hungary, Italy, and France. France. And, and your wager? in for 100 points. Henny and Lynch, your answer and wager. Yeah, I have the same logic as Scott. Um the UK has just been one of those like solid, consistent teams. I know they have a ton of medals like all time. And for a secondary, um, went with Australia just because they've been dominant, uh, at least in my lifetime. I, I imagine they've been around for a long time. And we wagered uh, 50. Okay, so you're just going with the one extra? Uh, yeah, because I, I wasn't clever enough to think that through. I, with no <laughs> risk, I should have just named a few more countries. That's correct. <laughs> Both teams getting their points on this. Um, the correct four are Great Britain, France, Sweden, and I love you, Mom, Hungary. Oh. <laughs> They're so good in the water. They're they so really good are. in the water. They wow. really are. Either it, there's these large women that can throw you in, and then once you're in, you're you're like a dolphin. Hey, we got the bonus. Duck, duck, great goose gets a bonus 20 points on that. Okay, so after question three, we have Duck Duck Grey Goose with 580. Henny and Lynch, 605. That's hilarious that Hungry was another one. <sighs> I'm, I glad that, you, I'm glad you suggested it. I wrote that question, and as I'm going through counting, I'm like, all right, they have 26, they have 26, they have 26, and all of a sudden I hit Hungry. I'm like, they really have 26? Question four in the category inconceivable. At the 2012 NHL All-Star Game, Zidane Chara set the record for the hardest slap shot recorded in NHL history with a slap shot that clocked at 108.8 miles per hour. 
What Capitals defenseman in December of 1992 became the first player to ever clock a shot over 100 miles per hour? We are checked in. That sounded nice. He's doing that for Matt. Matt, I'm, my, my audible chocolate is making love to your ear right now. I edit the fourth quarter. Oh, Eric, <laughs> Eric hey. Remember yeah, this? Matt's, hey, Matt's the one hey, who tells you, him to speak into the mic. All right. Remember this? Audible chocolate. That's your new nickname, just so you know. Also, that there it is. That's, that's a t-shirt idea done. Uh, yeah, that is yeah. it. Oh that's my god. A, His head on a Hershey bar. It's a South Park reference. <laughs> oh, we can't use it then. No, uh, you crap. absolutely can. <laughs> Henny and Lynch. It's one line. It's one line. Henny and Lynch has checked in. Duck Duck Gregus talking about. All right, Josh. Yeah, I, I like your logic of just thinking of prolific defensemen from the era, if we can. I mean, I can't think of any that, like the one, you know, if I think of like Ray Bork, I you know, don't recall him being on a Capitals. And I don't recall him necessarily being like a somebody who's like a heavy, like slinging 100 plus mile an hour yeah. slap shots, right? I mean, yeah. I have my junk drawer. I tipped it out and I looked through everything. I can't see anything hockey in here. I, I got nothing. Yeah. I, Early I 90s defense, that's no. not in, it's not in there. So I don't even know one to, put a guess in there so who was a defenseman on the duck like the the, in the, the mighty ducks the movie yeah I mean, we got nothing else well if you watch d3 uh they would tell you that none of them played defense and that was a big issue he didn't care if they were team usa they needed to learn to play two-way hockey offense and defense uh dean portman would have been probably their best uh natural bruiser defender in the second one but about well, well, the first one somebody had to be playing you know that they all <laughs> They all played defense. None of them had a position. They, yeah, they like they all just skated back and forth. None of them had positions. They were so ahead of their time. Goldberg was a goalie. The end. Yeah, they had goalies. <laughs> so fine, go with whoever from D three that you said. Sure, we are going to go with Dean Portman only because he wasn't one of the answers during Missing Link. So we're going to check in uh, for fifty points with Dean Portman. Penny and Lynch, your answer and wager. Okay. Um... I, I guess as a kid, you pay attention to skills competitions. So when you tell me hard slap shot from the 90s, I immediately thought Al McInnes. And I'm like, wait, no, he's in St. Louis. The other guy was Al Iafredi. Uh, so we checked in with Iafredi for 50. One team getting right. points. The correct answer is Al Iafredi. Iafredi this question. Ooh. His shot was clocked in at 101.4 miles per hour, beating the mark of 98.7 set by Chris Chelios. Uh, who is this guy? You've never heard of L.A. Frey? Do you think I've heard of him with the way I'm reacting? He he sounds like a, a confidant for Tony Soprano. Like, like that's a guy. He, go see L.A. Like, he must be best friends with DJ Cooper. Look up, look up, look up, Ally Afraidy. He's actually well known. The uh, the Ally Afraidy River, right? And and his right, hair, yeah. <laughs> his haircut is spectacular. He had, he was a bald mullet. <laughs> look great. at Josh's face while he's looking this up. He's so angry. <laughs> this is not DJ Cooper level. I don't care what you say. Oh no, this is DJ Cooper level. <laughs> Ally Afraidy. Really. <laughs> I mean, I I knew I wasn't gonna know it regardless. So well, right. As soon as he me. was like Capitals defenseman, I was like, who? What? He's all. He's uh, one well, of the first players I remember shattering the glass with a slap shot. I remember Shaq doing it. He was the first player I remember shattering the back <laughs> in Chocolate Thunder. After question four, we have a score of Duck Duck Gray Goose with five thirty and Henny and Lynch six fifty five, bringing us to the final question. 
Run, Forrest, run. In week seven of the 2020 NFL season, Daniel Jones took off for a long run. With a clear path to the end zone, Jones tripped and was downed after a 80-yard run. Who holds the Giants record for longest run? And who holds the NFL record for longest run by a quarterback? So two answers, please. We're checked in. And Ian Lynch checking in. Duck, duck, gray goose talking about. Uh, this is just, just time to pick and hope that it's right. We're throwing a Hail Mary here. Because it's like you either know this or you – if you know it, obviously it's going to stand out. Obviously, we don't know it, so it's just deductive reasoning to try to think of who it might be. Right. Well, for the for the Giants, did we both kind of agree that we think Tiki busted off a long touchdown run? Yeah, I, I feel like I remember something about that. So him and him and Ahmad Bradshaw popped in my head, but I, I definitely like Tiki better for that. All right. So we'll, we're gonna say Tiki Barber for the Giants, but then the quarterback. I mean, it's gonna probably be one of the Probably somebody in the last 20 years who's been in that uh, hybrid kind of slash. You know, that's where like Cordell Stewart popped up, but then you even had like, you know, Vince Young, Terrell Pryor. You know, I, did Pryor play I mean, much at quarterback? N- not much, but he played, he did it a little bit when he was a Raider. Okay. Do but you recall, you know, I, no, I, I mean, Mariota. I mean, but I don't, you know, you and obviously mentioned, uh, RG3 and Lamar. I don't, I don't remember RG3 them doing busting it. off any real long ones because it'd be over 80, right? It's got to be. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't. So of the names we've been throwing out there, none I can't, of, none I can't of them come to mind. Point one yeah. that had one. I'm, I've, it could be someone else. It could be one of them who busted off a long one to any of those names. Let's pick one of them. I would say that if we're throwing a Hail Mary on this, then we pick Cordell Stewart since at least he can complete Hail Marys. And of the names we have, like, I could see that. All right. He, you know, he has some interesting stat lines in his career, so maybe he did. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I mean, none of the other names. I mean, he definitely started more than some of these other ones. Yeah. Um, so he would have had more opportunities. So we're going to check in with Tiki Barber and Cordell Stewart uh for 100 points with tiki barber and cordell stewart and henny and lynch your answer and wager oh all right well like you guys we were kind of agonizing back and forth about the giants part mostly now the quarterback um you did say a name that scares me so we went with randall cunningham because i'm fairly certain that randall cunningham had a 90 ish yard run against the bills that's what we went with, but you said Terrell Pryor, and I know for a fact that he has an exact 90-yard run as a Raider, so that gives me pause. So we went with Randall Cunningham for the first one, and then for the Giants, you know, we were both uh, – Tiki Barber was the first name that came up, Visual trying to visualize long runs, but uh, Michael brought up Saquon Barkley and I know it's recent, but I, I feel, I, you know, we were talking about it and we even went as far back as Frank Gifford. Cause I know he was very good in the fifties and sixties for them, but I, th- we both recalled a long run by Saquon as a rookie and his like first or second game. So we checked in also with Saquon Barkley and for a hundred points. Checking in with Randall Cunningham and Saquon Barkley. So one team got the giants running back. The Giants running back was Tiki Barber, who had a 95-yard run versus the Raiders in 2005. Marcus, it's okay. You guys still win unless it's Cordell Stewart. So the top five quarterbacks 
Daniel Jones is fifth with 80. Cordell Stewart, his longest run was 80 yards. Mariota with an 87-yard run. Kaepernick with a 90-yard run. And Josh and Scott, you did mention him. Terrell Pryor with a 93-yard run versus the Steelers in 2013. I, I just, I barely can picture him as a quarterback. As soon as I, I as came soon up with as the you name, said Terrell Pryor, I went, oh. When I it put it in our option. When I yeah. put it in our chat, I was like, I, I feel like I remember him having a long one, but it, it was I the thought, first play of the game. <laughs> yeah, I thought you had it. I'm like, oh, they got it. And as soon as you said it, you both kind of like squinched your face like, no, nah, yeah. that's not it. <laughs> I, I <didn't. laughs> no, no, no. The game has come to an end. Duck, duck, gray goose finishes with 430 points. And our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the Jeff Tool Award oh. with a score of 555 points. Henny and Lynch, a.k.a. the Damp Bandits. <laughs> and uh, Jeff Tula, a Washington State alum. Oh, that's right. Nice. So congratulations, guys. Um, I hope the game wasn't that bad. There's some water polo in there. You know, I got to go outside big four <laughs> once in a while. Um, but anything you guys like to say before we call it a night? Uh, just this was a lot of fun again. And I'm going to go study up on my Hungarian swimmers. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, have me back anytime, man. This is always a blast. Listen, when I open my uh, start running my Hungarian food truck, I'll let you know. I'm in. All right. Um, yeah, Michael, that was that was fun. Uh, you were a great teammate. I felt like we complimented each other really well. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, that was a lot of fun. And uh, now, uh, as Stanford attempts a field goal, as soon as this recording ends, I'm probably going to get hammered because this is depressing. <laughs> but th but thanks for one w today at least there you go it was tight in the fourth quarter it left some oh lead gosh, changes was, yeah absolutely. it was exciting josh and scott yeah dj coopered me again <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my first episode yeah kind of kind of did e e afraid is that e what i afraid whatever <sighs> as a hockey fan that is a that is a common common is name eric the the somewhat paying attention to hockey people that is not a name that's in anybody's uh, <laughs> is that mary pierce you knew mary pierce but you don't know ally mary, Pe <laughs> mary pierce was a champion let me oh give me all the I, I no 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 this guy I played heard on of a either of them <laughs> that's because you're young mary pierce she was legit Legit. Was too legit. <laughs> it's Paul's Paul's mom. No, no, Paul's, no. Paul's mom's a very good tennis player. <sighs> too legit. This, uh, this this one stings because ah, oh, Terrell Pryor. This one this one stings. Um, interesting game, Eric. <laughs> I'll say that. Great missing link, of course. Obviously, terrible, terrible missing link. <laughs> That's the thing, Josh. It, like, if I send that sooner, then we win. You know yeah, what well, I mean? If well, we're all prior, then we so it's a couple mishaps and miscues on our part. What else would you expect yeah. from a team of you and I? So, oh, right, you know, we had one glory day the Dick Weber that was glory one, day, <laughs> singular <Yeah. laughs> one glory day. Well, Mike, thanks for coming on again, appreciate it. Thanks for being a Patreon supporter, we Thank really you appreciate guys. that as well. And, Let's wrap this up. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmer Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. 
Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. Such a close game. Eddie, have a tiebreaker? No. <laughs> Don't worry, you probably won't need one.